<laughs> so after I had a um, a daughter, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm good. I'm not going to chance fade or, it, yeah. or, or uh, tempt uh, God to teach me any lessons or anything. I'm good. I'm good. So. Welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. We are your host, Tim and Jamie Holloway. And we come at you twice a week, giving you the lowdown on everything. Everything. That sounded juicy. It did. <laughs> okay, babe. So I got a phone call the other day from Raquel. Okay. And you know what she said? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you were there for the phone call. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So... She called me up and she was like, you were right and I was wrong. (laughs) I love getting those phone calls. Do you know why? Why? Because so many times I have had to call my mom and say, I am so sorry for doing X, Y, Z as a teenager. (laughs) and she loves those phone calls Uh, and i hated them and it's not until recently when i've been receiving those phone calls yeah you know i think uh that was my greatest fear in having a boy right because it's like i i I know the way the world works and 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 um you know the divine if you believe in spirituality or god or or whatever it's kind of like um, he must have a sense of humor, right? Yeah. Because everything that we do, it, it, it circles around and it's like, so we give our, our, our parents hell, right? And we do all these crazy things or, or whatever. And we think that it's not going to come back to bite us. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. Mothers all, always give the mother's curse. Right. You do. And so it's like, we know that it's kind of coming around. So when it, the thought of having a, a, a boy, I was thinking, oh my goodness, like, so I'm going to have a, a teenager because this is, you know, the, the point of my life where I was the most challenging. Um, we are going to have a teenager just like me. <laughs> <laughs> and so after I had a, um, a daughter, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm good. I'm not going to chance fade or or, or, uh, tempt uh, God to teach me any lessons or anything. I'm good. I'm good. So, and you didn't have that boy, but guess what, honey? Like you you said, God (laughs) has a sense of humor. He does. And so you may not have had a boy biologically, but guess what you have once we got together? Yeah. You got two boys. Yeah. And what's crazy about that is like, he is kind of like me in a sense, but except yeah. for, you know, uh, as far as the trauma and everything that, that happened to me as a child. But, um, yeah, he's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> God has a way to, um, get back at you and show his sense of humor. Cause that was your greatest fear was having a boy and you got one, yeah. you got two. Um, I mean, Cody's older and he's like. He's maturing, um, but Jordan is a 14-year-old boy. I yeah. almost said 13. He's a 14-year-old boy who has had ADHD his whole life, super hyper, and yeah. What's crazy about this scenario is uh, um, 
uh, this might be a little boring for some people, but when you study like um, human behavior and basically uh, growth and development, that we all cleave to our parents for a period of time, right? And then we push them away for a period of time. And of course, that's the mm -hmm. teenage years. Yeah. Um, and this is the point where we think we know everything, right? Yes. Mom <laughs> and have, dad are dumb. Yeah, mom and I dad know are, everything. Yeah, mom and dad are stupid. Um, their roles suck. Um, their advice, they're old. They don't know. They don't understand what it's like to be a teenager. No, they don't. They absolutely don't. No. And the things they say, they'll never happen to me. Um, you know, all these uh, scenarios that we go through, but we end up kind of pushing our parents away and uh, um, considering them to be lame, super lame. Yes. But then there's a point in our development where we come back around and that's where we we long for connection with our parents um, yeah. once again and and understand they were pretty damn smart. Right? <laughs> and I, okay, so uh, we are in this scenario right now where we're in both phases of life where we have the younger kids well not younger but 12 13 14 year old they're right on the edge like i think one of them thinks we're stupid but yes the other two are, are probably going to get there in the next year or two yeah um they're going to think we're stupid pretty quick too and what was amazing about last night at dinner because i've always stayed hip i've worked with children you know my whole <laughs> that life was so right funny. i have worked with children my whole life and I've always stayed hip to trends, fashion, even music. Like I knew the new oh, music yeah. and everything that was out. And they threw a word last night and I looked at them like, I'm officially old because I never honestly well, thought I'd get to the point where the kids would throw down some lingo that I wouldn't get because I always kept my ear to. So what was it? It was like sail that ship or something I, I ship that I ship that oh I ship that s-h-i-p like a boat I ship that yeah okay so if any adult out there who's listening on this podcast because obviously we're <laughs> reaching you know 25 to to 45 year olds yeah, there might be a couple out there who who are diehard lovers out there in their 60s who love us but um if any adult out there knows what I ship that means um, Hit go us ahead and, up. Yeah, Let us know. And, How'd you figure it out? Go ahead and ask your child. Uh, jump on Instagram uh, on Creating Love Together or our Facebook and let us know what that means because I tried to get them to explain what it means and I just looked at them like a deer in the headlights. Like, uh, now I feel stupid. <laughs> okay, so I understood after they said it, but I don't get it. So I understand it. I don't get it. So what I ship that or I ship it, whatever, is you look cute together. I took, you know, like, like they said it to us, like me and you, we look cute together. Uh-huh. Or. I ship that. I support you guys as a couple. That's what I think it means. But there's usually some rhyme or reason to why. Yeah. With the word ship, like. There's usually some correlation to some maybe sort boats of and water sense. I have no idea. I don't know. Let us know. But yeah, we're totally at that phase now where, you know, one of our kids thinks we're lame, but um, uh -huh. which is crazy because, you know, as a father, I knew that day was coming. And of course, as an educated father, you know, that day is coming yeah. right? where you're 
um, where you're lame and you're you're stupid and you don't know nothing, and it's normal, yeah, for them to begin to um, think they get their um, feedback from their friends and and, and, yeah. and validation from their friends instead of their parents. So all that's normal, but even though it's normal, I don't really want to go through that process. It like, sucks. Like, but you know the thing is, is if they don't don't go through that process, I I would worry. Because right. they need to get to the point where they're not looking to us for validation. Because as much as we want them to, like, they need to learn to find who they are as themselves. Who are they as a person? And that can't come from mom and dad. They have to discover that. Otherwise, they're just living mom and dad's dream of who they should be. They have to go out. They have to experience heartache and failure and triumph on their own. Mm-hmm. Because until they do so, they'll never learn what it's like to stand up for themselves, what they like. You know, like I've always told the kids, like, I want you to date around. Don't cheat, but date around. Don't just stay with one person your whole teenage years because you'll never know what you want in a spouse, what you don't want, because you get with one person and you're with them forever. And all you know is that person. Yeah. Rather than if you're with someone for, you know, a couple months or whatever, and then you move to someone else, you can be like, I thought I liked that, but I actually don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's super important for them to go off on their own and discover who they are. And otherwise, you know, they're just going to live mommy and daddy's dreams. And yeah. That's well, I think um, you hit the nail on the head on something very powerful. And that is, you know, children who get stuck in their parental validation. Yes. And the insecurity of the parent that, that fosters that and, and creates that to make it that way. Right. Yeah. And so the parent is actually, um, living vicariously through the child Mm -hmm. and needs to be needed. Right. Which is so opposed to what I've seen in you because you're always pulling the answers out of them. Yeah. And you're always asking what you what they should do and this, that and the other thing. Now, an insecure person and need to be needed would be like um, giving the answers, always being the support and um, yeah, and continuing that validation that needs to shift. Yeah. And that's crazy, right? It is for for kids. And I think those are the kids that can function in this world. Yeah, I really do. Like yeah. they, they can't face life. Uh, this is probably a little serious than we thought, but uh, yeah, yeah, they just can't, can't cope because of that codependent uh, yeah. behavior. So, Okay, babe. So you and I love talking about relationships, sex. And we love having sex. We love having sex. <laughs> <laughs> So this is like a topic that is near and dear to our hearts, Um, but not everybody is at that point in their life where they have a good relationship like That's right. Like some people, like the intimacy and the sex is gone. Like gone. Once a month. mm, I can't even imagine that. a year. I don't know. Yeah. So can people get the intimacy back? Yes. Allah. It's not easy. (laughs) It's not easy. But. You can get it back. Yes. How do they do that though, babe? Uh, Through intimacy fitness. What is crazy about this program is that each partner 
grows individually. Yes. And then they come together and then they begin to grow together. We preach that all the freaking time. You cannot have a good relationship until you are good as an individual. Yes. So that's what's so cool about intimacy fitness because it starts with the individual and then goes to the couple. Absolutely. Love it. So where can they find this at? CLT.intimacyfitness.com. So that is CLT.intimacyfitness.com. Well, and my, in my thought process, the reason I am this way, um, it's easier with some of the kids than the others. Um, one of them is kind of difficult doing this with, but if they cannot decide uh, what shirt they could they should wear or do I like my hair like this or you know what like whatever these simple little itty bitty choices in life how are they going to be able to maturely decide am I ready to have sex yeah. should I have sex with this person right how do I get out of this situation where there's drugs and alcohol right how do I stand up for myself they'll never get to that place ever and that's when they really struggle as adults. Right. And they're living in mommy and daddy's basement. <laughs> I don't want our kids living in our basement. No. Um, um, but it's just how it is. And you just have to get to the point where they can make these choices. Yeah. And our kids are getting to the, to the point where they, you know, some of them still look to us for these answers. But when they see me, they either turn to you to get the answer or and I usually pipe up and say well what do you think yeah or they've actually asked a question wanting an answer for something simple and then they'll be like never mind I know what you're gonna say <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I've done it repeatedly yeah so they know yeah so that's, that's awesome. my whole point behind it it's not to be an ass it's not to be the mean mom it's not to be uncaring it's to prepare these kids to go out into the world and be able to function and survive. Right. So we have a, a child that's, um, that we're moving and there's going through like separation of friends and, um, well, all the kids are, yeah, you know, uh, separation of friends and activities. Cause we love for our kids to have activities, right? We have one, yeah. one daughter who, um, does horse lessons, uh, which is extremely epic. Mm -hmm. And then one that does dancing. Um, I think the important thing in that, and I'll just throw this out there, is to um, find them activities and passions that are their natural bent. Yeah. Um, like we wouldn't force the one to do the horses or force the horses to do the dancing. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's finding their, their passions and promoting that. But um, back to my story, which is this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place today. That's okay. Um we're moving an hour away and there's a separation of friends and activities. Um, so there's this immediate thought in the way that I was parented by my, my grandmother for the short period of time. This really, um, uh, she was a good woman, but she was the, the codependency was so strong, um, that I know that she would have drove an hour away for me to make sure that I stayed at my activity and yeah. then drove me back. And she would have did that every single week. Right. Yeah. And so we, as parents are like, we're not going to do that. 
for multiple yeah. reasons. Yeah. Once the the time, the three hour time, the ga- the cost of money and gasoline, and there's a dance place right down the street. Exactly. Right. So yeah. there's this um, codependent enabling kind of babying parenting mm-hmm. that um, doesn't want their child to experience pain. Yeah. Right. Not understanding that that we all have to mm-hmm. to become good people. Yeah. As far as walking in knowledge and wisdom and stuff like that. We have to go through that pain. Now, the person that the child that is that pain is taking away, I don't think they cope very well in life. I really don't. No, no. Yeah, it's it's facing the discouragement, the pain, walking through it, being able to communicate it, expressing how you feel, like all these things that we did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that actually create this awesome experience for um for a child yeah that's good but we want to save them from it yeah what parent wants to see their kid cry what parent wants to see their kid fail like i don't i really don't even though sometimes i can come off as uncaring when that's not the circumstances it's i care so much about you i want you to be successful and i want to equip you with all the tools I possibly can. Yeah. Because I don't want you to fail. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's. I got a question for place. you. So, because I've uh, podcast about this uh, recently, but it's teaching your children to say no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and from my uh, experience, and even as a father, um, you know, we we don't like being told no, and we kind of beat it out of the child in a sense if you believe yeah. in and um spanking your child um there's a lot of people that spank spank the no right out of the kid or whatever to discipline uh, the sense of self-will that a kill ha- that a kid has i wonder if over a period of time that we we break a child into submission and break their will into doing what we want and overall, we teach them not to say no in life. I don't know. But it's a thought I think that I've so. had recently. I think, you, I think that's absolutely correct. I think you can. Because if they're so... Because this is happening as a little child. You know, two, three, four-year-old child. Every time I say no, I'm getting in trouble. So now, when it comes to, you want to do drugs with me? I can't say no. Yeah. I can't. Well, so when she, you they think say about yes. it, like how many times is no punished and yes is rewarded? And then mm-hmm. we expect to come into the teenage years and flip the script. And now I should be saying no and um, yeah. no a whole, whole lot more. And then yes, you know what I mean? And yeah. we get this we get this programmed and, and we don't mean to do it. I I, um, I did it myself. Like you do not tell me no you know what I mean? So I, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. And it, um, it, it, it challenges your authority. It affects your ego. And it, um, you know, I do think that, you know, they should have the ability to say no and then have some consequences for it. Yeah. And so they can experience sure. it. But like, I probably shouldn't say no in that area again, because, you know, that was, you know, um, not a very pleasant experience. 
but the overall beating the no out of a child and, and demanding conformity, um, the school systems in the world does enough of that, like training yeah. this, this powerful, uh, to take away the no, the individuality, take away the self will. It does all that enough that when we couple it with childhood, it's like, we have a bunch of, uh, of weak teenagers just giving into, you know, a whole lot of, uh, stuff they shouldn't. So, I don't yeah. Know. Well, and when you do this at such a young age, it becomes habit. And I don't even think that, you know, as they get older, they don't even know anything else. That's all they've ever known. Yeah. So I'm supposed to do something different now. Like it's a foreign concept because I've only ever been taught to, to, um, comply. Yeah. Comply. I think compliance is overrated. I really do. Um, I think anybody who has been great in this world was a rebel. Uh, what I mean oh, is yeah. that they had to um, have new ideas and new belief systems. They they buck against the system and ideas that were considered normal. And um, and what's amazing about this is that they weren't very good in school. Yeah, most yeah. of them weren't. Most of them weren't. Um, but you get them out of the school environment and get them to their passions. And they did awesome, awesome, great things and became, you know, awesome people. But... Um, it's our need for conformity that, um, and compliance. Yeah. That, um, that is having an effect on, uh, on everything. So yeah. it's a weird well, thought though, because that's not considered normal. No, you don't allow your kids to, to challenge, um, to challenge you or to say no, or this, well, that, and the, other the thing. key point in that is it's okay for, you know, to say no, but let's do it in a respectful way. Yeah. So that's something that needs to be taught too. It's like, you can say no. You cannot want to do something like that's totally okay, but learn to be respectful about yeah. it. Yeah, and and what I think about this is is so I can give a little clarity. It's like okay, um, your child needs to clean their room, right? And they say no. That isn't apparent just defiance and laziness and, and blah blah blah. So yeah. the way you can I would combat that is uh, is next time they ask something or want to go somewhere, I say no problem. Uh, just make sure that room's clean real quick. You are so and good so at that. <laughs> you attach the the uh, positive benefit with them cleaning their room, and then of course the room gets clean. But um, I'm talking about just a more, mm, just uh, an overarching idea that the child has to be perfect and com- mm-hmm. conform to your every standard and and um, and stuff like that. We we, yeah. we think we're producing like awesome kids, right? I I once seen this uh, couple, okay. Just to bring it home to you, their kids were the most behaved kids. Like they just sit there, didn't say a word, like, like Mm -hmm. little miss perfects. Right. Okay. And you know what was going on behind the scenes is if they didn't sit like that, they got their ass beat bad. Right. Gotcha. And so now all of these kids that are adults now that their lives are messed up. Yeah. You know what looked picture perfect and seeking conformity and all these things, what you thought was going to produce a awesome child. Um, now they're into drugs and, and, uh, you know, alcoholics and all these things. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. Crazy thought. Well, and you know, it's, you just have, as a parent, you have to realize that like your kids are not going to be what you want them to be. I would love if all of our kids became doctors 
like all five of them because seriously, do you know the retirement we would have? <laughs> they just supporting uh, us for once. Uh, <laughs> doctors like, and lawyers yeah. and such. <laughs> um, but they just can't, they can't live out their lives with our dreams for what we want them to be. Right. And we have to be okay with that. You know, one thing right. that you hit something very important because as our children grow up and seek their professions, I would not want none of those professions. I really would. Yeah. Like I can tell like where each kid's going mm-hmm. and the sense of where, where they're kind of kind of going to land. And I wouldn't pick none for me. Like I wouldn't want to be a chef or a veterinarian or, you know, stuff like that. I was like, no, no, I don't yeah. want to do that. Like, and it's because you're someone else. You're not that. <laughs> and what we're doing, they might not want to ever do. And that's okay. Right. You know, and it's like with our two older ones who live on their own now, um, they don't make the choices that I would make. They're not living the lives that I would want. And that's okay. It's for them. And so one thing I've really strived because with my mom, um, if you're doing something she doesn't think you should, or if you're not living life the way she thinks you should, she lets you know. <laughs> and it is annoying. You better get to church. Get to church. Yes, that's the big one. <laughs> um, but by the way, I gave the church her address, so the um, missionaries will be there soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but it's like, or if you say something, well, you need to tell them to say this, and or did you remember to talk to them about this? Yeah, I did. I told them this and this is what they said. Well, I would have said it this way. I love my mama to death. I really do. (laughs) But like, she just wants it her way and the way she thinks it should be. And so as much as I hate that, I've flipped it. And so with our older two, it's like, if they do something that I don't like, that is kind of against values of my own, I will tell them. They'll tell me about it and I'll be like, okay, so I don't agree with this because X, Y, and Z, and I let it drop, and I don't bring it up again. And because of this, our kids, the older two, will come to us and tell us what they're doing. They'll tell us things, and they'll be open with us because they know we'll tell them one time, and we won't yell at them. We won't lecture at them. We'll just say, I don't agree with this because of this, and we drop it. We don't harp on them. Yeah. And it's made a huge difference. Our kids come to us for some things. I'm like, um, do you have friends you can go to with that? <laughs> but we have created this environment where they are totally comfortable coming to us. And to bring it back to where we started, which I didn't think I'd be able to, um, it's really cool now because, you know, they're 18 and 21. And so... The 18-year-old, who will be 19 this summer, he has told his sister, he's not come to us yet, but he has told his sister, wow, mom and Tim were right. Like, I can't believe that. Or Raquel will come to us and be like, I get it. I get why you got so frustrated with this. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, that, that process just continues. Um, on and on and on because as they have a child and as yeah. they experience the same things and so it's a uh, um it's it's nature's way of uh uh just continuing the cycle but 
you know, for right now, you, we might have listeners that uh, that have teenagers in there in the rebellious "I hate you" phase and and stuff like that. I think like during that phase, uh, our main job as parents is to um, corral. Okay, mm-hmm. and that means is you know when they step out of the boundaries, we kind of pull them back in, and almost like keep them safe in a sense so they don't yeah. do something stupid and mess up their yeah. lives and and. Um, during that time, it's more just kind of uh, corralling, keeping, you know, in the pen a little bit. And um, but there's going to time when they come back around and they're going to be like, you were right. Yeah. And like it, the thought just came to me, um, like as hard as it is right now with the three kids still at home and they're like, well, just stop already. Like, let us do what we want to do and all that. Like, we just need to continue down the path that we're doing because eventually they're going to come around and be like, thank you. Like, you did the right thing. I understand now. And so as much as you want to just give in and say, fine, do whatever you want to do. No curfews. I don't care. Don't. Because when they get older, they're going to understand that you truly had their best interest at heart. Yeah. And you weren't trying to do it to be some controlling freak. So, yeah, I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. What's your take home, babe? My take home is exactly what I said, is that um, the kids will come up back, back around and they will say that you are right. Yeah. And then to just know and understand that um, as you go through the teenage years, there's this process of detachment. Uh, it's completely normal. Um, actually we should foster it and encourage it to develop a sense of identity and, uh, self-worth within themselves. Yeah, I agree. To look within for answers and, and find answers and stuff like that. Just to develop, um, independent people. Yeah. My take home is, um, no matter how hard it gets and trust me, I know how hard it can be. I have been in the depths of hell for months on end. I get it. So no matter how hard it is, just just keep being there. Keep being the parent, not the friend. Eventually they will come around and be like, thank you. Yep. And it's so rewarding. It's awesome. Yes. What a great podcast. We will I agree. see you on next no, Tuesday. Babe, you already always forget this. <laughs> if you are receiving any sort of value, we would really greatly appreciate a rate review and a subscription subscribe subscribe if nothing else just subscribe um because it helps us to get our message out to more people awesome see you on tuesday peace